Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. My Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Uh, Bashan Mitchell, Angela. I want more you, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My coffee is good. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey, Jeanette. Hey, Miss Jeanette. Thank you, thank you. Fire down in your soul. Hey, Cindy Lou. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, yeah, yeah, that's mine too. All of me, yeah, wants all of you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, hey, Nancy, glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want more of you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, my God, set a fire. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just asking you this morning already, don't lean into your own understanding. Do not, do not. Just ask the Holy Spirit. Invite him in right now. Say, Holy Spirit, I need you right now. I need you, I need you, I need you. I need you, I need you, I need you. Holy Spirit, I need you. I don't want to lean into my own understanding today. My God. And then just begin to thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for invading my space. Thank you, Lord, for coming into my house. Thank you, Lord, for being in my situation. Lord God, just thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just honor him with your words. Talk to God about what an amazing God. Father, Father God, you are such a good father. You're such an amazing father. You're such an awesome father. You're such a powerful father. You're my father. You're my daddy. You're king of kings. You're Lord of lords. You're the great I am. My God. My God. You own a my God. You own the mountains. You own the hills. You own the land, Lord God. My God, I thank you. Lord God, just bless his name. Just praise him. Just magnify him. Just glorify him. Just lift up his name on high. Just well, tell him how much he means to you this morning. Just love on daddy God for a minute and just remind him, my God, you mean this much to me. You are so faithful. You are so just. You are so fair. fair. You are so loving. You are so kind. You are warranted here. You are wanted here. We're inviting you into this place. We're inviting you into our lives. Lord God, just use my mind today. Be in my mouth today. Lord God, use my hands today. Lord God, just use my feet. Use my car today. Lord God, use my money today. Lord God, just use me, Father God. Fill me up this morning with your to your capacity, Lord God. Let me not limit you, Lord. 
Lord God. Let me be saturated in you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We will not quench you, Holy Spirit. We will not grieve you. We will not rush you this morning, my God. We will sit in your presence, Lord God. We will wait on you to fill our cup, Lord God. Father God, just forgive us for any sin that we've committed against you or that we've committed against anyone else, Father God. Lord God, just let us be mindful of the things of you. Let us be more mindful of who you are. Let us see you as a daddy. God this morning. Let us trust you, Father God, in ways in which we have not trusted you, Lord God. Let us just see you as daddy God. Forgive us, Holy Spirit, for if we've grieved you or if we've quenched you, my God. God, please forgive us, Lord God. Now, Lord God, we need you. Let your kingdom come today. Saturate us in your presence. Saturate us in your presence. Saturate us in your word, Lord God. We want you to get the glory out of our lives. We want you in our present situations for you are more than we need. You are more than enough. My God, you own a, my God, a thousand cattle. You own the hills. You own the cattle, Lord God. My God. Set on us this morning, Lord God. Settle here and set on us. Sit on us this morning. Sit on us. Breathe on us, Daddy God. Breathe on us. Breathe on us this morning, Lord God. We thank you for fresh revelation. We thank you for divine appointments. We thank you, Father God, for just the meatiness of your word today. No milk today, Lord God. We thank you for giving us meat in your word that's going to challenge us, that's going to move us, that's going to propel us, that's going to compel us, Lord God, to walk into the more of you. We need more of you. We need all of you, Lord God. Increase our capacity to receive you, Lord God. Let us not be caught in our carnal thinking, Father God. Let us trust you, Father God. Let us trust you, Lord God. Let us move all barriers and everything in the way, Lord God, that does not put us in the position to trust you, Lord God. Give us eyes to see, Father God, and ears to hear. Let us discern the things of God. Let us walk into a greater discernment, my God. We thank you for covenant partnerships, my God, and covenant relationships, Lord God. And we thank you for building those relationships strong, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that we are satisfied by the fruit of our lips, Lord God. So we just bless you, Lord God. And we speak blessings on our covenant partners. And we thank you for those that are, we are bound to in the gospel and bound to in Christ. For those are greater than any other relationship. My God, we thank you for those relationships, Lord God. We thank you for putting those relationships into position and into place, Lord God. We just thank you for mounting our heart with garrison this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We hold on to your truth, Lord God, and that we begin to trust you for absolutely everything. We thank you that the word is the standard this morning, Lord God. My God. God, my God, my God, we're not leaning into our own understanding, Lord God. We're going to trust you this morning. We're going to trust you this morning. We're going to believe in your word. We're going to be established according to our most holy faith. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for covenant partnerships, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for David and Jonathan relationships, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you just for these relationships that you're establishing with us, Lord God, that are built on your word and built on your truth. My God, we thank you for the bonds of sisterhood and brotherhood and kingdom marriages and kingdom children, Lord God. And we thank you. You are the restorer and the repairer of the breach. My God. God, set a fire down in our soul. My God, we thank you for burning up the chaff in us. Anything that is in our life that does not align with your word, we thank you. You are searching the chambers of our heart, Lord God. We thank you. You are healing, repairing, and restoring us right now as we speak, Daddy God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are healing, repairing, and restoring restoring us right now, Father God, healing our soul, healing our mind, dealing with our daddy issues, dealing with our mother issues, Lord God. We lack nothing in you because you're making us whole. My God, you are making us whole in your word, Father God. And we thank you that you can settle here. 
We thank you that you are settling here. We thank you that you're opening the eyes of our understanding and you are settling here and we are trusting you and we are moving beyond what we can see. My God, I thank you. My thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Let us pray and confess for our children this morning. Let's pray. If you don't have kids, that's fine. Just stand in faith with us. We always want to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. I want to confess over our children. For those of you who um, got the book that the ministry sold in you, you can confess along with me. I want to, I want to set the standard. I want to set the standard for our children today. I want to set the standard for the week. We don't care what's going on in the school districts. We're not messed up about our um, teachers. We're not going to worry. We're not leaving our children in the hands of other people thinking that it's on them to do what we need to do. It's on us to get in the gap for our children. It's on daddy God. So we're just going to pray and confess over our children. And Lord God, I take this word today that I confess for all my children, not just my children, James, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Zayden, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, for Tayana, for glory. I take this word for my kids in children's ministry at Canaan, um, the areas that we have influence over in Canaan. I take this word today for every covenant partner, every person connected to LMJ Ministries, every person connected in the daily devotional, every person connected in the group and pillow talk, every person I come in contact with, every child I come in contact with, the children that are in my city, my state, my neighborhood, my world. This is what intercession looks like. I'm taking this as authority for every child, every cousin, all my cousins in them, all my nieces, all my nephews. I'm taking this today. I'm standing in faith. When I pray and I confess, this is not just for my kids. This is for every kid I'm connected to divinely and spiritually and the kids that grace my doorstep and the kids that come in my house and all of my parents. I'm taking this today. I'm taking it for all the kids. I'm taking it for all the kids. I'm not just praying. This is not just for my kids. This is for all the kids. This is for all the kids in your city, state, nation, and world. Just in, in drop your city if you want to today so we can connect to your city. This is for every child. Sometimes we're so selfish, we just pray for our child. When I take this, I'm praying this in faith for the kids in children's ministry. God has shown me what intercession, my God, will do. God has shown me when we take a stand in the spirit and unity, what it will do when we build a force field, when we build a shield, when we make a a decision my God as a body believers that we're gonna take the authority for our city for our state for our nation for our world for our country God has shown me as a body of believers what will happen when we release words my God that are contrary to what the, the enemy is speaking so we're getting ready to take this by faith and by authority and you for your authority authority, right? For your authority. Yes. For your authority. It doesn't have to be for your authority, for your city. Come on now for your state, for your world, for your nation. Imagine you, this is like missiles, projectile missiles being spewed out. I'm telling you. So you take your particular authority, your area, Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram for our authority. We're joining our forces right now. We're not leaving what the world says. We're not leaving this on our teachers. We don't care. We're with, we, we're, we're, we're with justice for our teachers, but we're taking authority over this in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for our word. We stand in the gap for our children today and we take authority, Father God, over every principality. My God, every spirit of darkness, every tormenting spirit, ADHD and ADD and every label, my God, and the spirit of bullying, Father God, and the spirit of homosexuality and everything that's just been trying and ungodliness, everything that's just been trying to attach itself to our children, low self-esteem. We're taking authority by faith this morning, Lord God. We are not going to leave them in the hands of the enemy, Lord God. You told us whatever we bound on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever we loose on earth will be loose in heaven. So right now we bind up every principality, every dark force every demonic force, every tormenting spirit, every childhood trauma, my God, every spirit, Father God, every sexually immoral spirit for Father God, everything that has ever happened to them, Father God, when someone has improperly touched them, Lord God, we thank you. We bind up the strong man. We set a force field in the name of Jesus. We thank you that you're severing the ties in the name of Jesus against 
our children right now and every demonic force that has tried to get them to abort their poor purpose and abort their future. We cancel the assignment of the enemy right now and we're taking the word of God by faith, Lord God, and we're believing you by faith, Father God, and we're repenting if we ever spoke any negative word over our children. We're going to stand in grace. We're going to stand in truth and we're going to stand in faith in Jesus name. Father God, we thank you that the word is performing in our children. Our children can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. Our God supplies all their needs. We're not going to be worried over what we think they need, Lord God, because you're supplying all their needs according to their riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Our kids see God move for them on their behalf and know God for themselves as father and provider. We thank you, Lord God, that our children are coming into relationship with you. Greater is he who is in my child than he that is in the world. God has not given our children a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and soundness of mind. They have the mind of Christ. Our child is filled with the knowledge of God's will and our wisdom and spiritual understanding. Our our son understand our children understand what the will of the Lord is for their life great is the peace of our children for they are taught by God the Holy Spirit is talking with them and teaching them today God preserves them from the evil generation forever preserving them wherever they go from danger and preserves them from bad relationships wrong turns and decisions father God we thank you in the name of Jesus every relationship every wrong relationship that they're attached to that the mission is being aborted right now Lord God that they're coming out of ungodly ties, that they're coming out of ungodly relationships, Lord God, that you're connecting them to other believers, Father God, that you're connecting them in the mind of Christ, Lord God, that they'll be drawn out of darkness into your marvelous light. It says, my child listens to me and to God's word and dwells safely, quietly from the fear of evil. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. We are far from oppression. No evil shall befall my child, nor any plague shall come near them. For God has given his angels charge over them to keep, defend, and preserve them all the days of our life. Our children draw near to God and dwell in his secret place. And surely he delivers our child, covers them, and keeps them from the here." the farm though a thousand fall calamity will not come near him he calls on god and god's our answers them and will satisfy them we thank you lord god our kids have an anointed mind are quick to learn have success in school they're renewed in the spirit of their minds they have a fresh mental attitude like daniel they stand for god in their own relations with them and he gives them skill and learning and wisdom and understanding we thank you lord god when we correct our children in God's wisdom that they give us rest, that our kids honor us, our parents, they honor their teachers. We thank you, Lord God, our kids are not subject to the diseases of this age that includes the common cold, Lord God. And we just declare today, they will never again suffer a broken bone. They will never again be subjected to the disease of this age. We're not gonna worry about the flu. We're not gonna worry about the cold. We're not gonna worry about a stomach virus. We thank you that the word is the standard and it sets the standard and that today, Today, our children are inoculated with your divine spirit and your divine health. We thank you, Father God, that our children are honorable, Lord God, that they are honoring you in all their ways, that they will not make ungodly decisions, Father God, that they will not be wise in their own eyes, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that you lord over our children, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that they that you Lord over our children and that they trust you father God we thank you that our children are obedient father God because they belong to you and for the right this is the right thing to do that they honor their father and their mother father God because this is the first commandment with a promise Lord God we thank you things are going well with them and that they're going to have a long life on earth father God and I thank you Lord God that we are not provoking parents that we are sensitive enough to you in the Holy Spirit to yield to you. I don't care if we've been parenting a certain way for a thousand years, Father God. I thank you from this point on that we will honor you. We will honor you with our kids. We thank you our kids have health and strength, Lord God. And health and strength is their reasonable portion, Lord God. We thank you our kids are being drawn out of darkness into their marvelous light, Lord God. Now, Father God, we just lay our children on the altar before you today. We just lay our children on the altar before you today, Father God. They're just before you today. They're not ours. They don't belong to us. We're not getting ready to be weary and well-doing. We're not getting ready to faint. We're getting ready to reap a harvest out of our children. So, Father God, we just lay them before the altar. 
We will put every circumstance and situation concerning them. We will not be consumed with the ways of this world. We will not be consumed. They will not be given into ungodly peer pressure. We will not be worried when they're at school. We are not going to be worried at night. We release. We release our children to you, Lord God. And we thank you for godly wisdom. We thank you for divine instruction. We thank you they are being filled with the Holy Spirit. We thank you that they have the mind of Christ. We thank you that they operate in the will of God. My God, we thank you, Lord God. Grace is their portion. We thank you, Father God, they're coming out of darkness into your marvelous light. We thank you they have a heart for you and a heart for the things of God, that they are sensitive to their neighbors. My God. We cancel every assignment of every bullying spirit after every school. We will not make excuses for them. We just lay them down before the altar. Just stretch yourself. Stretch yourself. If you just lay them at the Father's feet. Lay them. Act like you laying them at the altar. My God, call their name out. Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Zayden, Lyric, Logan, and Shiloh, Tiana, and Gloria. I lay you at the altar. All my circuit children, I'm laying you at the altar this morning. My God. And God, you are giving us the godly wisdom we need, that you are giving us the godly wisdom we need. Father God, and forgive us for areas in which we have not trusted you and that we've leaned into our own understanding. Father God, we will not lean anymore. We will not be anxious anymore. We will not be worried anymore. We will not be weary anymore because we trust you with our children. You gave us our children. They're not ours. They don't even belong to us. Let us be the vessels we need to be in their life. My God, let us not be shrewd and crude in our parenting, Lord God. Let us get wisdom that can only come from above. Give us the wisdom we need. My God, every generational curse is broken off their life in the name of Jesus. My God, severing the ties and cords right now in the name of Jesus. We just thank you for our children are living holy and pleasing in your sight. My God, in Jesus mighty name. Amen. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. We thank you to strengthen them. We thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for love. We thank you. 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 You have heard. We thank you that your kingdom come and your will be done. I felt that release, Lord. I felt that release, Lord. I felt that release. We thank you for a special dispensation of grace. We thank you, Father God, this morning that we see them in new eyes, Lord God, that we are seeing them in your eyes, that we are not seeing them according to what we saw. We are forgiving them. We are releasing our children today. We are forgiving them. We will not be offended, Lord God. We are to every offense. Everything they've done, anything that they've done that is not aligned, anything that we felt like they've done against us, we are releasing them today. We are forgiving them today. We are not going to lord over them. We are not going to act like tyrants. That is not the relationship you want us to have with our children. We will not be tyrannical. We will enter a godly covenant relationship with our children. We will parent this for your way from this day forward. My God. We thank you, Lord God, you're plucking up and pulling all the roots of any unforgiveness we have had in our hearts towards our children. It does not matter what they've done, Lord God. We're going to forgive and release them today with godly forgiveness. It doesn't matter that their line doesn't line, life doesn't line up with the word of God. We're going to speak what we want to see in their lives. Does not matter that they're on their own path in their own way, Father God. For you said if we trained them up, and even if we didn't train them up, and even if we didn't train them up, Lord God, even if we was outside of you and we led them into darkness, we're repenting of that. And we know that repenting is the restoring that and that you're going to bring us into godly covenant and relationship. Send the laborers in the field, Lord God, wherever they won't listen to us, send a laborer, divinely connect them to someone Let their eyes of their understanding be open to the hope and call of who you call them to be in Christ Jesus. Give them a heart of flesh. Give them a heart of flesh. Any parts of their hearts. My God, my God, my God, that has become hardened to the things of you. We write, we thank you right now that you're giving them a heart of flesh. So their heart will become fertile soil. My God. My God, in Jesus name, my God, we thank you that that's your, your strength, that they're your reasonable portion. My God, my God, my 
God, my God, we thank you that the glory of the Lord is being gotten out of their life. My God, and if we signed off on any of this ungodliness, we just repent, Lord God. Let it no longer have any authority in their life. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God. We thank you for burning up the chaff. We won't assume anything in this season. Teach us how to parent our children in this season, Lord God so that you can get the glory out of the relationships that you can get the glory out of teach us how to parent them in this seasons of their life let us not assume nothing let us not be spiritual bullies let us lead them in grace and in love envelop them in your love right now father god even as we speak we thank you you are a loving kind father and you are enveloping our children in your love right now you are enveloping our children in your love right now. Right now, you're saturating them in your presence. They're filling your love. I'm talking about children in the orphanages. My God, children in foster homes, Lord God. We thank you over the foster system. If you rep represent any of the Department of Human Service, take authority for children in the foster care system, Lord God, in orphanages. Right now, we thank you, Lord God, that we are saturating them right now. And we thank you, Father God, for homes that you're going to give us so that we can provide housing for children who do not have homes. We thank you for opening doors no man can touch. My God, our clothes. We thank you for the resources and divine opportunities. We won't just pray about it. We thank you for getting us in the way. We thank you for giving us in the way. We thank you for getting us in the way that we be the resources. Envelop them. Let them feel your love. My God, let them have a spiritual hug. Let them feel your presence, Lord God. Let your light be in those dark places. My shit, We thank you, Father God, right now. You are in every foster home. You are out right now in the orphanages. Lord God, we are praying you into those places. We thank you that those children are being wrapped up in your love right now as we speak. My God, they're just feeling your warmth. They're feeling your love. They're feeling Jesus, Lord God. They're feeling you care for them right now. Right now, Lord God, in the shelters, Lord God. Let them feel your warmth and love, my God. Envelop, wrap them in your love. Our children that are in colleges, college, let them feel your love. Our children that are in the military, let them feel your love. Our children that are away from us, let them feel your love. Saturate them in your love, my God. In their sleep, while they're asleep, let them feel the warmth of your love. Let them have a divine impartation and revelation right now, my God. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Of how much you love them. Let them feel you right now, how much you love them. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Thank you for being an omnipotent and omniscient God, my God. Thank you that you're hearing our daily bread prayer. Thank you for giving our daily bread. Mm. Now let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength and you are my redeemer. Lord, go before us today. Let us not be wise in our own eyes. Let us not travel the wide road. Lord God, put us on the narrow path. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for visiting us and being with us and being with our children tonight. Let us extend grace, Father God. Let us receive your love. Let us feel your presence, Lord God. Mm. Let us not be moved by what we see. Let us be full of your faith, full of your glory. My God, be intentional with you. Let us be intentional with you, Lord God, as you are intentional with us. My God. Thank you, Grace. 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 My God. Thank you for Grace. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. My God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, my God. My God. My God. Thank you. Thank you for clarity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for clarity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for clarity this morning. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. You are clear to us. We hear you. We will not quench you. We will not grieve you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for clarity today. We thank you for your warmth and your love today. My God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Yeah, we thank every need is met and for every single parent. Remember, you don't co-parent, you co-parent with God. I thank you that every resource that you need is being released in your hand. Take it by faith. Take it by faith. And even if you're not a single parent, you may be multiple kids. You may need more resources for the desires that your kids have. We thank you right now that you realize you are not provider. We are not, you are not provider. And that if you will just trust the one that provides for you, we thank you that every resource, 
It's being released to you right now. Father God, we receive those resources by faith. Tuition paid, um, Christmas taken care of, Lord God. We thank you for the seeds that we're sowing into other people's Christmas, that that's going to multiply for your glory, Lord God. We don't have to beg or barter, barter or bargain, Lord God. We just receive tuition paid off right now in Jesus' name. For college students, we thank you, Lord God. You're building scholarships that we're taking territory for you. We thank you. We receive every resource. We lack nothing, Father God. We receive financial provision. We receive our daily bread. You daily load us with benefits. Cha-ching, we thank you. We're downloading and daily receiving our daily portion today. We won't be anxious, Lord God. So we thank you for filling our cup, for meeting every need, Lord God, for filling our lonely places. We thank you. You are sovereign, just, and fair, God. My God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. And we receive it by faith. We receive every resource we need by faith, by faith. We're not going to stress over it. We're not, we're not, we're going to, God is going to meet the needs because we lack nothing. He's not going to give you children and you can't provide and care and take care of your children. We thank you, Father God. We thank you. We're anxious for absolutely nothing. Prayer and supplication, making our requests known before you and you are a God. We thank you, Lord God. We are pressing into your presence this morning like never before. We are pressing into your presence before for like never before. Thank you, Father God, for all you are in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, declare it. Um, yesterday, I, I repent. I was supposed to post on my wall, double the double, because that's what I heard in my spirit. I was supposed to post double the double, and I didn't. I got to moving. And when I got to church, my apostle at the end, he heard and said the same thing. He said, double the double. And so I want to speak that over your life. For every seed that you've sown in faith, that you receive double the double. And that's not just monetary receipts, that you receive double the double. You can't sow. Luke 6 and 38 says, given it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaken together, runneth over, shall men give unto your bosom. So when you sow in faith, you sow in faith. Like if you sow and you go on about your business, that's what faith looks like. When we sow in faith, we sow and go on about our business. So when you sow and you go on about your business, when you sow your seed and you move on and you trust God to manifest and multiply that seed, then that's a seed sown in faith. When you don't speak against that seed, when you don't cancel out that seed, I speak double the double and I repent to you. I am so sorry for not saying that. Um, and speaking and posting that yesterday. So I encourage you this morning to receive the double, the double by faith. After God, after he said, I said, Lord, forgive me. I heard you and I got to moving. I just got to moving. So just receive double, the double by faith. And if you've never planted a seed before, make this this morning, your morning to sow a seed. <laughs> Seeds reproduce after their own kind. That's not a money ploy. We'll think when pastors share that, that they're trying to get something out of us. That's not a money ploy. God takes care of me. So when I'm talking to you about seed and God takes care of his pastors that are right standing with them, we're just trying to teach you to live a life by faith. So if you've never sown before, this is your day to sow. If you haven't been in the habit of sowing, I was talking to a good friend of mine. She was like, I haven't missed sowing since February. And I said, you're a sower now. You're in a continuous process of sowing. So sow today, make today the day that you sow, plant your seed in good ground and walk away and believe God for the harvest. I don't know who that was for. I don't care if it's 50 cents. I've sown a dollar before. Sometimes I have nothing to sow, but I hear God. sow. I've sown 50 cents before I've sown before because I know every seed Money, love, time reproduces after its own kind. And when I sow, I don't sow, ex I believe in God, but I'm not sowing with the expectation that it'll even return from that person. Like I'm sowing love and I'm keeping walking because I know if I keep my eyes forward, that it's going to manifest. It's not necessarily in behind what I sowed. My God, thank you for that revelation. It's in front of me. It's in front of me. I need to give you this real quick because I posted something on the wall today and I need you to hear me in this and hear the Lord God in this. And then we're going to get off on this. I'm trying to work on our time and, and make sure we're planted in the things of God. This morning I posted on the wall and I was talking about trust issues. And as I was posting 
on the wall and I was talking about trust issues, I was going to move past the what God was showing me like I posted at 3 30 and I was like I got trust issues this is how you deal with your trust issues and then I went on from it and as I was beginning to walk away from it the Holy Spirit snatched me up <laughs> and said I need you to focus on this this morning because it's getting ready to set the tone yeah Ashley come on now we so into God even though we get a man come on Ashley so what I'm about to show you today is going to set the tone for as we're continuing to study and it's going to give you revelation of why we've been praying or why God is saying I pr pray. So this morning I posted about trust issues and I said, if you're having the hard time trusting the Lord with, and I put a blank space, whatever that blank space is, if you're having a hard time trusting the Lord, then do not lean, right? Do not lean. And when I say do not lean, I'm saying do not bend, do not deviate, or do not move into your own understanding. It is often difficult, and this is what I wrote, it's often difficult for us to trust when we try to rationalize God from our own perspective, right? Um, we don't always know the why, we don't always understand the situation, we don't all, already always understand the circumstance, but we, when we try to rationalize God, when we, are trying to justify when we are trying to put our own understanding when we are bending when we are deviating when we are moved by whatever the circumstance is and we live this we live this by faith so it, so it wouldn't be faith right if we understood everything God was doing remember first Corinthians in the second chapter we talked about the way that we're going to be able to do this in this next season is that we receive it by faith so it's not faith if we've got to always understand the why um, think about this when you sometimes my kids will say well why are we doing this this way and I'm like I don't owe you an explanation as your parent I just need you to receive and understand that I'm making the best decision for us and so remember Hebrews 11 6 says and without faith it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him anyone who accepts Christ as Lord and Jesus Savior anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists must believe that God exists, must believe that God exists in your per your circumstance, must believe that God exists in your current situation, must believe that God exists in your children, must believe that God exists at your job. When we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it's not just enough that we're accepting him as Christ as Lord and Savior. That's not the end of it. We only accept Jesus and then lay down and die. When we accept him, accept Jesus, we're taking on the faith of God. We're saying, you know what, God, I'm receiving this by faith. I don't understand all this. It doesn't look all whatever. I'm receiving this by faith. And then I'm believing that you exist and you exist in every circumstance and you exist in every situation and you exist, Lord, you exist. You are present with me, even if I don't feel you, even if it's difficult, even if it's hard, even if it doesn't make sense, you exist in this situation you exist in my marriage you exist in my home you exist in my finances i believe you without a doubt that you exist like you exist and that you're going to reward me because i'm seeking kingdom first right this is going to make sense in a second i'm seeking kingdom first i'm not seeking anything else i'm seeking kingdom i'm seeking you i'm looking for you in this situation so, and some of you, and, and I know it's difficult, like, and I put that here as the father did in Mark 9, 23, 25, because it's hard when you haven't had good earthly representation of what God is as a provider, as a father, as everything else. It is very difficult. It's hard to conceive. It's hard to understand how God can exist, or it looks like God is existing in the middle of tragedy, or how can God exist when your kids are acting a certain way, or how can God exist when your marriage is failing? But I'm telling you, God is existing. What we have to get in the habit of doing is asking God more about the circumstance, asking God more about the situation and not leaning into our own understanding. Right. Mark 9, 23, 25. The man needs his son to be healed, meaning his child to be healed. And Jesus is simply saying to him, your child can be healed if you'll believe. And he said, God, I believe. I just need you to help me with my unbelief. And when I'm saying help me with my unbelief, I'm telling you to remind. Listen, you need to remind. You got to sit on the word. And God was reminding me this self, right? Sit on the word and understand and trust what the word is saying to significantly about my situation, right? Remembering that God is a supreme God. 
and there is no good thing, right? No goodly or godly thing that he will withhold from us, right? And pray and ask God to see, Lord, let me see you in this thing, whatever the thing, whatever the issue is, whatever the problem, asking him to reveal himself to you, right? Because when I lean, cause so here's the thing, right? Right. Proverbs three, five, and six says, trust in the Lord with all our heart, lean not into our own understanding, bend not, right? Deviate not. Do not apply my own understanding to this situation because here's what happened. When I lean into my own, own understanding, I'm going to jack this up. So I need to give you this scripture right here, right? I need to give you this scripture right here so that you understand this, right? Lean not into my own understanding. I understand why God gave us this, right? So if I'm leaning not into my own understanding and the word becomes the standard, that's what Ephesians four. I was reading Ephesians four this morning. It says as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love, make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all. You got to listen to me who is over all through and in all, but to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ appointed it. This is why it says when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave his gifts to the people. And then it gets into all the gifts, right? It gets into the dip gifts. It gets us into the equipping. I told y'all we're going to spend some more time on it. It gets into building itself up. It gives why he sent prophets. That's why you should not despise the man or woman of God got sent to you and you need to handle them as the word tells you to handle them. You need to handle the men and women of God. If you don't understand what's going on in someone's life, if it's not of God, it's going to go away, but you need to handle them with maturity, right? Because we'll get out. He says, so I, and so he says, so I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking, right? This is Ephesians 4, 17. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they've given themselves over to the sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life you learn. When you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by his deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on your new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are all members of one body and your anger. Do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry and do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must not steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgave you. So there's the standard, right? The word is the standard. So remember I said, lean not, if we're having trust issues, if we're having a hard time trusting God in our marriage, if we're having a hard time trusting God with our purpose, if we're having a hard time trusting God in our finances, it's because we're leaning into our own understanding. We're not making this the standard. We're not allowing this to be the standard. Isaiah 59 and 19 says, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the West and, and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. The word, let me just show you word, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. This is the standard, right? When you are behind the standard, right? When you are behind the standard, you cannot send, see my hand. My God, he who dwelleth, she who dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. Some of y'all going to have to go back and listen to this today. Some of y'all going to have to slow this down and chew on this. When the word is your standard, my God, when the word is your, your standard, you're not going to lean into your own understanding. You're going to be hidden in the word. You're going to be hidden in the cliff. You're going to hide. You're going to be hidden because the word is going to lift up the standard, right? So when the enemy comes in like the flood, 
right? The word is the standard. I'm hidden. Don't, don't look at this hand. I'm hidden behind the word. Well, when I lean into my own understanding, when I bend, y'all see my hand come out from out of there. When I deviate, then I'm exposed to the any enemy. And what I've decided or what has happened is the word ain't the standard. <laughs> the word ain't the standard. Remember, I just read to you in Ephesians four, talking about giving over to your lust, giving over to your flesh, giving over to your desires. When the word is not the standard. And when I lean and deviate from the word, right, then I'm no longer hidden behind the standard. I'm no longer hidden behind the standard. I'm no longer hidden behind the standard and I'm trusting in my way. And I asked the Lord, I said, he said, this is why cycles continue because the word doesn't become the standard. I trust culture. I trust my flesh. I trust my stinking thinking. Um, I trust what my friends say. Why? Because I have not made the word the standard. And so if I'm having trust issues, if I'm having a difficult time trusting God with certain things and I'm understanding that I'm saying we're supposed to live by faith, right? Ephesians 4, 21, 20, and do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit. Do not grieve the word where no, if I'm trusting in my own self, I'm bent. If I'm bent, the word is not like a standard. If I'm bent, I'm not behind the wall of protection. If I'm bent, I'm not in the secret place. If I'm bent, I'm deviating. <laughs> if I'm deviating from the word, then guess what? As soon as I am not behind the word, as soon as I'm exposed, the enemy has every opportunity to come in like a flood because I'm not in the shadow of the almighty. Because I'm not in the shadow here. I'm hidden in the shadow of the almighty. My God out here. I'm not hidden in the shadow of the almighty. So every time I make a decision, my God, every time I make a decision to trust my own instincts, my own thoughts, my own perceptions, then what I'm doing is I'm trusting myself more than a situation. So my trust issues are not because God has failed me. My trust issues is because I'm bent. Because I'm bent. <laughs> because I won't put the word on it. Because I'll grieve the Holy Spirit, right? Because the next part of that scripture says, Trust in the Lord with all my heart. Lean not, bend not into my own understanding. All my ways acknowledge. Let me give you the definition for acknowledge. It says to own, avow, or admit to be true. The declaration to assent, to own or notice. I'm going to notice. I'm going to notice the God. I'm going to take notice. I'm going to confess. I'm going to imply God. I'm going to acknowledge my transitions. I'm going to acknowledge even that I'm weak. I'm going to acknowledge, Lord, I don't trust you with my children. I'm going to be honest. So help me to trust you with my children. And then guess what he's going to do? He's going to come in in the word and he's going to build up my only faith. This is why you're struggling with purpose. This is why you're struggling with understanding who and what God is. This is why we're still struggling in relationships. This is why we're still struggling because we haven't made the word to standard. So we trust. So let me show you, let me give you a good practical example. Say for existence, you're a woman of God and you live in a household. I got, I was watching this this morning and you live in a household and you're married and your husband may not, um, be in the Lord like you are, right? I'm just going to give you this as an example. He may not be in the Lord like you. God is giving you specific, specific instructions for finances for your house. He said, this is how you're supposed to handle the finances in your house. God is giving you wisdom and giving you instruction, but because you're shifty and you don't trust God with your finances, um, your husband comes in and says, this is how we get ready to handle our money. My God, this is what we get ready to do with our money. This is how we're going to handle our money. And so then you come in and this is what you say. Oh, well, he's the head of the household. So I'm going to let him make the decision, right? You part ways with what God told you. And some of you were like, well, I'm not supposed to lord over my husband. I'm supposed to allow him to lead. Right? 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 No, you're supposed to make the word the standard. And it doesn't mean you have to go browbeat your husband and beat him up. But what you do is you make the word the standard. You pray the word over your husband and you get in a position, but you don't just succumb to something when God has told you something else then we're bending, we're deviating. So then this is what happened. This is what Eve did in the garden. The Lord showed me this this morning. This is so powerful. So then when I bend and deviate and it doesn't go the way the Lord told me to go because I chose my husband's path, right? And this doesn't got to be your husband. This could be anybody else. 
It's been anybody else you got wisdom from. And I chose their path over what the Lord told me the standard was. I didn't get into the secret place. I didn't pray. I didn't apply the word. You don't have to ever. Prayer is your source. You ain't never. I have seen it. You ain't never got to really talk to nobody about nothing. All you got to do is get in position, pray. So then when it goes wrong, it doesn't go according to plan to how God said. What we turn around and do and say was, well, I was following the lead of my husband. We act just like Adam did with Eve. Well, a woman gave me the fruit. Then Eve turns around and said, with the serpent. When we know that those people have not been built up, like my husband has not been built up in that. If he hasn't been built up in the word, then he's not going to know to give me right word. He's not going to hear if he's not spending time before God. So I don't trust him for the decisions for our household. I trust the Lord. Now, here's my disclaimer. That does not mean you go Lord over your husband. You don't have to say absolutely anything, anything to them. All you got to do is get in position and pray. You ain't got to say nothing to your kids. All you got to do is begin in position and pray. You ain't got to say nothing. When God is giving you instructions for something and something around you is not lined up. I've seen God get in position, acknowledge it, pray, trust in the word. Let the word be the standard and watch God lead this thing, but don't deviate out the standard and then come back and justify that the reason I didn't do what you asked Lord was because I skewed your scripture or I skewed your perspective, right? Or I skewed your perspective. This is the standard. And if I bend beyond the standard, if I get bent, right? If I trust in myself, if I handle this in myself, it's going to create a problem. Matthew 7, 13, 14, enter through the narrow gate for the wide is the gate and broad is the narrow that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. You can take that so many ways, right? Isaiah 50, 55, eight and nine, it says, God says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways. My ways declares the Lord as the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So you cannot take your thoughts. The trust issues come because you keep taking your thoughts. And I'm not saying you, when I say you, I'm saying us because we keep taking our own thoughts on the matter, leaning to our own understanding, trusting our own ways in these bad habits, these cycles, this perspective, justifying it in the word. And they don't even line up with the word twisting and bending the word to fit us in a season when we need to trust the word and be built up in our holy faith and we need to trust the holy spirit the holy spirit will lead you right into position if you allow him that's why in this season we can't afford to get grieve them the enemy loves for you to keep leaning into your own understanding because he knows you won't pursue purpose if you lean into your own understanding he knows you won't adhere and listen to god and wait on his timing you'll rush if you keep leaning into your own understanding, you want to allow the Holy Spirit access for guidance and direction. Remember the scenario I just gave you, right? So when the Holy Spirit is trying to talk to you about it, you'll shut him out and you'll justify and say, oh, well, I let my husband lead this decision. Or, oh, I let my boss at work lead this decision when the Lord has already told you what needs to go forth. Um, if I lean into my own understanding, I'm going to trust my own path. If I lean into my own understanding, I'm, I'm going to question whether or not what God says is real. The only way the enemy is going to come in like a flood is when we lean into our own understanding, because when we lean into our own understanding, we break the barrier, which is the word of God. And it allows like if this was a dam, then you allow water to get in. We break the barrier. I'm hiding. I'm not in the rock. I'm not in the high places, right? Can I tell you something? It takes a level of humility. My God, it takes a level of humility to eat this word, to stand still, to wait on God's timing, to abandon our pride and say, you know what? The word becomes the standard. The word becomes the standard. The word becomes the standard. It takes a level of humility in order for this to manifest in your life. It takes a level that says, Lord, I'm not going to advance before you. Can I pray for you so we can get out of here? Can I pray? Can I tell you? Do you understand now why we're praying Ephesians? Do you understand why we're now praying Ephesians over ourselves? Why we're praying? Remember I said, let's start praying this, right? Why are we praying what Paul prayed over everybody, right? Lord God, give us, Father God, Lord Jesus, give us spiritual wisdom and insight so that we might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that our hearts are flooded with light so that we can understand the confident hope in which you've called us. 
your holy people who are rich and glory into his glorious inheritance. I pray that we will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in the world, but also the world to come. The only way you're going to get revelation of what we're sharing is through the spirit. First Corinthians 2nd tells us we got to live by the spirit, my God. And then also understanding who God called you to be, understanding your righteousness. That's why I told you, if you're new to the devotional, if you haven't been watching the last year, go back and get the last year and see what God has been teaching us this year. See what God has been teaching us this year. God is so faithful. So I understand now why I couldn't take off running. Like I was going to drop this and keep moving. And the Lord was like, mm -mm. I'm going to get a Holy Spirit arrest on this, Lakeisha. I'm going to get a Holy Spirit arrest on this. There's a depth to this. Spend some time read, read, reading Ephesians 4 and look at the ways we grieve the Holy Spirit. Anytime we are leaning, we're exposed. And that's where the trust issues come in because we've really been trusting more in ourselves, culture, what mom and them said, not in the word and all this other stuff. Digest this today. You have to sit on this today. You might have to go back and watch this. You may have to play this. You might have to host a watch party later. You're going to have to chew on this. Don't rush from this word today. Don't get it now and be like, oh, I got it and move. Go back, read the scriptures, study the scripture, ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, what are you saying to me about this? What, where are the issues? Define the areas in which you have not been trusting God. God, show me where I haven't trusted you. Show me where I've been leaning into my own understanding. Because when we lean into our own understanding, if you go over to Ephesians 4, it's perverse. It does not line up with the word of God. It is not holy. And then it cannot produce the harvest that it needs to produce. I love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all. But more so God loves you enough that he set on you this morning. And he gave you this word so that you could advance. I don't know what day the prophetic release came, but the Lord simply said to us, if we will do what he's asking us to do in the morning, then we will burst forth in 2020. Remember that day? I don't know what date that was. I don't even have it marked, but I know I heard God. I know what the prophecy said. I know what the word said. And he released us. He said, if you will sit on this, if you will do this, if you will be intentional, if you will be consistent, Connie Franklin, if you will be consistent, I promise you it's going to produce. That's all you got to do. We'll be consistent. It's going to produce the harvest that you've been looking for because every seed multiplies, but it's going to take humility. It's going to take you slowing down. It's going to take you being more quiet. It's going to be taking you. God wants to be even involved in your business and your marriage and everything else. Can I declare favor over you today? Can I declare favor over you? Can I confess favor over your life? Will you give me time to confess favor over your life? Um, before we get out of here today, I want to confess favor over you. It says, and you can insert your name here. I always put my name. So when you hear my name, say your name, say your name, right? But Lakeisha found favor in the eyes of the Lord, right? Um, Father God, give me favor with everyone I need favor with today. Father God, give me favor with you. Give Lakeisha favor with you, God, and all men. Now, God has called all the officials to show favor. You need favor, right? Lord God, show favor to Lakeisha and sympathy to Lakeisha. That's Daniel 1 and 9. 1 Samuel 15, 22. Favor produces recognition even when you seem the least likely to receive it. Father God, I thank your favor is causing me to be recognized. I thank you favor is causing promotion. I thank you your favor is putting my name in the atmosphere. Favor produces prominence and preferential treatment like Esther, Esther 2.17. Lord God, give Lakeisha favor, produce prominence and preferential treatment. Favor is producing supernatural increase and promotion for Lakeisha. Favor is producing restoration of everything that the enemy stole from Lakeisha. That's Exodus 3.21. Favor is producing honor in the midst of Lakeisha's adversaries. Favor is produced, and that's Exodus 11 and 3. Favor is producing increased assets, especially in real estate for Lakeisha. Favor is causing policies, rules, regulations, and laws to be changed and reversed for Lakeisha. Favor is producing battles won, which you won't even fight because the Lord will fight them for Lakeisha. My God, confess favor over your children. Confess favor in his word. God always honors his word. The promises of God are yes 
and amen. Father God, I declare favor over your people today, that favor go before them, that they begin to trust in you like never before. And if you have not received Christ as Lord and Savior, and you sick of it, today is your day. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of living this way. Today is your day. If you have received him and you are a little backslidden, today is your day. All you got to do is say, I'm done. I'm repenting. I'm a sinner. I was lost. I was jacked up. I'm done with this life. Now, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Make me Lord. Be Lord and Savior over my life. Holy Spirit, be with me and watch God do exactly what he needs to do for you. I got to go. I love y'all. I said I wasn't teaching this long today. I love the Holy Spirit. I love y'all so. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.